tuning in and welcome to Beyond the Mission, the business of nonprofits on the Michigan Business Network. I'm your host, Vicki Hamilton-Allen, and I have with me Jerry Norris, the CEO and founder of The Fledge. Today, we're discussing the impact of COVID-19 on our local nonprofits. Welcome to the show, Jerry. Thank you, Vicki. It's great to be here. I'm really excited to talk to you today. The things that you are doing in this community are unbelievable, completely innovative, and offer amazing impact to our, our community stakeholders. So thank you for that. Can you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and then a little bit about this, the Fledge, so that um, those who don't know, which will be in the minority, will know today? Sure. Thank you for asking that. Um, I'm a Lansing native. I was born and raised in Lansing. I'm a graduate of Lansing Eastern out of the 80s. I went to the University of Michigan and have a degree in statistics, math, you know, in the computer science realm. I worked about 30 years building software companies, auditing companies all over the world. And when I sold my last company, I really wanted to get back into incubating and fighting poverty and what my, my passion my entire life has been. And so I started The Fledge in 2015 with a mission to create opportunities to pursue happiness and to fight for liberty and justice for all. At a real high arching level, we are fighting poverty with entrepreneurialism. But when you are in the poverty space and in the the intersection with entrepreneurialism, you have to get into basic needs. You have to be able to help people be fed, clothed, housed, safe, secure, all of these things. So our foundation is really important to us because we have to be able to get our entrepreneurs in the right mindset. They're not thinking about how am I going to feed my kids tonight? They can start to relax a little bit and, you know, hopefully have their vision and get on their mission. Sure. It's the whole Maslow's hierarchy needs, right? We need One. to look after those basic ones to be able to self-actualize or even to be able to grow. Yeah. So since you brought that up, a good way to look at it is that our foundation takes care of the first two and a half levels. That's safety and security, food and shelter, and some level of connection. And then the fledge itself takes care of connection, self-esteem, and sense of purpose. So self-actualization. I love the idea of taking responsibility for building out that facet of the human experience in the individuals in the community. So thank you for paying attention. I need to just ask you, you are working with many vulnerable folks and you have really kind of interesting base in the community. Can you describe what that base looks like to listeners and what it would be like to visit the Fledge and what the programs are? And while you're doing that, can you also touch upon the impact that COVID-19 had on the Fledge and your programs? Well, yeah, thank you for asking that too, because it's it's such a great question because I answer it different all the time. And I'm sorry for that. I'm sure I caused a lot of confusion. But I think that, you know, the Fledge, we have a principle and it, it is our guiding principle that we will never stray from. And that is that we are radically inclusive. And what that means is my back is to my door right now. If somebody walks through that door and says, can I, I say yes before I hear the sent the rest of the question. And I say yes before I see what they look like. And we had to, we apply that in every single thing that we do. So if somebody walks in and wants to create a perpetual motion machine, all right, let's go. It probably won't work, but we're going to learn a lot from it. But it also makes our food 
food distribution a lot different than a lot of other organizations. So for example, our food is open. It's out there. We put it out every single day and you don't have to show an ID. You don't have to prove a need. We are radically inclusive in everything that we do. And by doing that, what we saw when the shutdown started happening, food security became, it was the number one problem we predicted in the beginning. And so we put all of our focus there and we have given away hundreds of thousands of meals, tens of thousands of pounds of food. And it just keeps going and going and going. And it is 24 seven. I mean, people are here all of the time. So food security was a big initial pro- or still a problem. And then the other thing was that, you know, we, we have all these music studios and 3D printers and sewing machines and all of this resource that as we were shutting down, weren't going to be used anymore. So we started giving all of this stuff away so that people could sew masks or 3D print masks, or we changed all of our music studios into telemedicine and telelegal so that people could come and do whatever they needed to do in privacy with technology, because that lot of connection. We always say that connection is the opposite of everything bad. So if you're an addict and you lose your connection, you're going to use again. If you are depressed, you're going to get more depressed. If you are, God forbid, uh, suicidal, you're going to get more suicidal. So connection and trying to figure out how to balance that connection without becoming a super spreader during COVID was very, very difficult. And so it Fortunately, we're very agile. We are very light on our feet. We don't have, you know, five-year project plans that we magic we manage everything by. What we do is we realize that we cannot predict anything. So we ride the chaos. And so you would ask, what's it like if you come to the fledge? Well, you're gonna be welcomed by a really beautiful garden, I'm sorry to say, but it is one of the best. And it is full of food that you can pick. It has plants that you can propagate and take home with you. It's And then every time when you walk into the fledge, you're going to be surrounded by art. You're going to be surrounded by different innovations like technology and sensors and smart lights and touch screens and all of these things that we help our kids in our neighborhood build with our coding club or the artists in our community. If they, you know, art supplies are very important, but if you're a starving artist, they're hard to get. So we give away a lot of art supplies. We give, uh, we give away whatever people ask for. We go out and we try to find it. So we, we don't start with answers. We start with questions. We meet people where they're at. We trust first. So we believe in our community, in their competencies, in their their desire to do right. And people get knocked off tilt and we should forgive them more and we should trust them more and we should empathize with them more because nobody nobody grows up to be evil and mean and nasty for some reason that wasn't our society or our communities or our families breaking down and doing something to them. And that's a very important thing to us. I hear so much compassion and understanding and drive to help folks. And it moves me. I I just love the work that you're doing. What is your mission statement? Well, our mission statement is to create opportunity to pursue happiness And that's what we start with. But then, you know, we really have to put the liberty and justice for all in there because 
you know, that's the definition of the American dream that we believe is false for many, many people. And it is really used to manipulate us, to empower us without enabling us, which then makes us feel even worse because, oh, they said I can do it, but I can't do it because I don't know how to do it or I don't have the equity to do it. So it really is there. And it stems from the fact that we believe that genius is lost in poverty every single day. And imagine what we could be if everybody could explore their genius and execute and was enabled to get it done. Well, what an amazing concept to consider. I just want to repeat the idea of genius being lost in poverty. And that's something for our listeners to think about, because we often hear statements that we all have the same access, we all have the same opportunity, and we are not all born in the same situation. And so the the alignment is misaligned right from the get-go for many. So thank you for that statement. It is very powerful. In closing words, Jerry, do you have anything you'd like to offer our listeners? How can they get in touch with you or help at The Fledge? Well, we have thefledge.com. We're very active on Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. And I guess my closing words would be that we are here because the community allows us to be here. The community helps us. It's never people see me running around, you know, doing all these things all the time. But there is an army of people who are involved and make this happen day in and day out. And I this isn't about me and what I've accomplished. It's about enabling our community to accomplish this. And I just love you all so very much. Thank you. Thank you, Jerry, for joining me today. Thank you for the work that you're doing. I always dread this portion of all shows because they come to an end just as things seem to be getting really super interesting and we could talk for hours, but uh, perhaps maybe I could get a different show another time. But uh, today, that's it. We're out of time. But uh, I thank you for tuning in to be on the mission, the business of nonprofits. I'm your host, Vicki Hamilton Allen here on the Michigan Business Network. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.